When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Rose Ed. Right, I'm not going to lie to you. I've forgotten to write an intro this week because it's the weird bit between Christmas and New Year's. So please insert joke, insert joke <laughs> here about Arsenal and me eating too many pistachios over Christmas. Um, hey. If you're listening to us on podcast radio, hello. And if you're not, you can listen to us on podcast radio on DAB, London, the Southeast, Birmingham, Manchester at 6pm on a Friday, repeated on a Saturday and Sunday. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's really easy to do so at Rose Ed Pod. On Instagram, Rose Ed Soccer on Twitter. You can find us on TikTok as well, Facebook, YouTube. And don't forget, in the link, uh, in our bio, there's a link to send us a voice note. Woo! Also, I'd like to please remind you, to, it's good, isn't it? This, I don't need to write an intro because it's going well. Um, just to remind you as well, if you could please like and review us, five stars only, please, on the app of your choice. Apparently, that really helps with the algorithm, whatever it is. Um, here with uh, Hannah East. You right, Hannah? Well, I feel like we've maybe lost anybody that was intending to listen to the podcast off the back of that <laughs> intro, Joe. Jeez Louise. It's better when I write one, isn't it? You two take the mickey. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should step up and help you, though. Me and yeah, Mike laugh at for, you, but we don't actually write it. Yeah, so. it's easy for us to say, but we don't host and we don't say the intro. Yeah, this so. is true. I just completely forgot to write one this week. Um, I've eaten seven packets of pistachios in six days. But anyway. Um, seven? <laughs> Are you, like, constipated? It's like a Snickers factory back there, Hannah East, I tell you. Oh, I tell you what, that literally made me want to mouth sick. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, and if you are listening, on the, can you say that on the radio? There's no Ofcom rules against that. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, we've got a new sponsor. Have we? Yeah, we've got a new sponsor, Hannah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. And what's quite exciting is we've got a promotional code that we need to read out. Everybody on me... They, they talk to me about Hannah. Hannah's great. Hannah's great. Sometimes people people like Mike as well. Nobody ever says anything nice about me. But it's mostly good, positive feedback about Hannah East because they don't know her and they don't have to listen to her <laughs> off there. But I thought I'd let, I'd let you read the advert. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, and, and what has become apparent is that I don't read the running order before we start the show. Yep. So I haven't read this. So they, I'm just freestyling this. I'm going bareback. Is that a phrase? <laughs> it means um, to not work. 
<laughs> is that what bareback means? That is what bareback means. Yes. Oh, so. God. oh my god. That's the earliest I think I've ever had to use the beep sound effect. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. Right, do you want me to read this? Then? Read it whenever you're ready. Yeah. Okay. So we've partnered. <clears> with... I'm oh, sorry. I see what we're going to do. Here. So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. So we've partnered with VIR Clothing, a cool clothing company where the idea is to create a wardrobe of essential pieces at affordable prices. Now, because you listen to Rose Z, all you have to do is head to the VIRclothing.com and use the code. <laughs> no, so you made a mistake immediately. It's yeah, not VIR. Because <laughs> because you listen to Rose Z, all you have to do is head to VIRclothing.com mm-hmm. and use the code Joe Twenty. That's J O E Twenty to receive twenty percent off your order and all the money raised goes towards the podcast probably our next year's christmas party vir stands for man hero and man of courage and at vir they hope (laughs) vir (laughs) vir stands for man hero and man of courage and at vir they hope that every man from every background can find a piece to themselves in our collection a piece of themselves in our collection (laughs) here you go mike that's a bit of you in it yeah, that was in there too. At VIR, they've all come from a fashion buying and design background and their vision is to keep style simple as they believe fashion should not be complicated or unaffordable. Mm-hmm. It should be easy and carefree when trying to look good for any occasion. So remember, just head to VIRclothing.com and use the code JOE20, that's J-O-E-20, to receive 20% off your order and all of the money raised goes towards our Christmas party. So I forgot to hit record. Can we just do that? I'm joking. <laughs> oh. I just oh, want to say, so uh, I want to say well done, Tanner, because Joe obviously pre-planned this and was trying yeah. to put you off at every instant. So congrats, Tanner, you did well. It, Thank oh, you, Mike. I appreciate it that. It also right. sounds like an idiot trying to say VAR. It does. It actually does. <laughs> see that, that VAR like... this week. <laughs> but if it was, if it if you say, you would say VAR, say, I'd say VIA. But if it's like V-I-R, it doesn't even sound right because of my Yorkshire accent. Yeah, but you know, but sometimes things are acronyms, aren't they? So if you're saying yeah. also known as, you wouldn't say ACA. You would say AKA, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, because maybe sometimes if I was caught... No, I'm joking, yeah. No, some people say <laughs> totally. some people say VAR, don't they? So yeah. I hate ah. those people. Anyway, we haven't asked Mike if he had a nice Christmas. I'm intrigued to know about Mike's Christmas. I thought Joe was gonna I, I feel like Joe has to ask the question. But you just said you ate you You've pooed all Christmas. Me? No, that was Joe. No, Joe's pooed all Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know. How's your Christmas been? Like? Uh I've kept it all inside in Christmas. Well, no, not not everything. Uh, to allow myself <laughs> treated yourself. Yeah, it was it was it was good. It was it was chilled. Um luckily only a few of my family members got COVID, so the rest of us uh, enjoyed ourselves. Oh. Yeah, that sounds really horrible, but but yeah, it was it, it was good. It was just my nan and my granddad, all the vulnerable ones. Just they got it. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tr- traditional like? Do you have? Because obviously, Mike. Oh, uh, here we go. You Smashing are... plates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, could, I already you... preempted your question because <laughs> you're Cypriot, aren't you? Yeah. Um. So. What no, because like- but because we don't live in a village in Cyprus and we live in Britain, <laughs> Joe. We've adopted <laughs> British culture. I don't know if you have heard about that. When people no. come from different places, they actually adopt the culture of the country they're living in. So I don't know what you mean. My, um, yeah. No, because <laughs> no, but in my head, because I've I've only been to Cyprus once, and so I just assume right. that, that you're from Ayanapa. <laughs> <laughs> Ayanapa is not. Let me just say 
to, to, to anyone that doesn't really know much about Cyprus, but they've heard of Ayanapa, it does not represent the country. It's a beautiful country, um, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that go there that, that ruin it, like Joe, um, <laughs> and leave it an absolute tip for the for the Greeks to to clean up after them. So boo to them. My biggest regret about I'm just ignoring that. My biggest regret about Ayanapa <laughs> is there was too big a queue. We decided to go and see DJ Luck and MC Neat in a phone party, so I didn't do it. What an idiot! That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. DJ Luck. DJ Luck and MC Neat. Do you know them? Uh, rings a bell. With a little bit of luck, you can make it true tonight. With oh, little, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a banger. Ayanapa. Ayanapa. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Do you really like, like it? it? Is it? Is it? That's wicked? actually not DJ Luck and MC Neat. Okay. No, that's um, that's actually uh, DJ. I'm loving, it, loving it, loving it. I'm loving oh, they it. Say, like up, yeah. And he goes, uh, when you hear duh, 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 I'm coming. That's one of the lines. <laughs> I re- love how you, you know that, Joe. It's such a great Yeah, line. DJ Pied Piper in the Unknown MC. Yeah, that's oh. a great tune, that. Um, also, once bumped into MC Neutrino in a bar in Putney. And I had DJ Oxide's bike when I was a kid. Look, that's a story for another day. Um, I have got a story about a nightclub, though, with um, watching Faithless in Ibiza. Um, that somehow me and my other half managed to slink into the VIP section. And basically an international drug dealer was sat with my husband telling him that he needs to sell drugs in Loughborough while his masseur was massaging his back with a thong on. That's all she was wearing. And she was like rubbing her boobs on his ears. And this guy who was a porn star was showing me videos of himself in a porno (laughs) as I was sat drinking champagne, smoking a Cuban cigar. And I was I'm from North Allerton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at one point, um, Andy looked at me and he was like, we need to go. Like, we need to leave. Why? And I was like, do you want to go now? He's like, I'll just wait till she's finished doing my, like the rest of her back because it's really nice. Oh, massaging oh. Andy's back. I thought you meant yeah. the drug lords. Oh. No, massaging Andy's back. And uh, I was sat having a conversation. This Were guy said to me, listen, that? you need to sell drugs in, uh, in Loughborough. I can supply them. And then he looked over at me and uh, yeah, I'm with this Cuban cigar having champagne and this guy's showing me him in full, full motion as in a porn film. He was a porn star. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it though? Because wow. like, it's weird that he's got so far as a criminal, if he's just meeting people in nightclubs and going, yeah, mate, oh, it's well easy. Yeah. Just, do you want some drugs? I've got some drugs. Like, yeah. that's really weird, isn't it? First class delivery. I can send them Royal Mail Delivery Express tomorrow if you want. Wow. Duffer will be like his next like recruitment plan. Yeah. Oh yeah, got students, to hit up Loughborough. Though, got got extend the got extend the circle to Loughborough as wow. an international drug dealer. Wow. Yeah. And we should just say, by the way, kids, um, don't do drugs. Yeah, don't um, do drugs. drugs yeah, absolutely. Um, what was your best Christmas present, Mike? Um, r- probably one of the things right behind me. Oh, the oh, Yoda. Do you, know, do you know? Do you know there? what that is? Baby Yoda. That is a. Uh, that is. Have you seen Star Wars, Joe? I feel like you're a massive nerd, but you, you missed out on Star I Wars. I love or... Star Wars. I didn't like The Mandalorian. You didn't like The Mandalorian? That's like one of the best standalone things they've done in a long time. I'm very much kind what of a purist. Like? I love the original oh, three. And I like Force Awakens, to be fair. Um, and I like the last 10 minutes of Rogue One, where Darth Vader boards the uh, Princess Leia's oh, yeah, uh, diplomatic it. transit ship. That's amazing. Hannah's just yeah. like, what that, a that <laughs> That, nice. that could be taken wildly out of context. Darth Vader <laughs> invades Princess Leia's diplomatic ship. Are you going to board my diplomatic transport ship? <sighs> you bet. Where's she from? <laughs> but yeah, um, Grogu is the is is basically the the child from the Mandalorian, which is like a spin off, and 
he's like a descendant of or the same uh sort of species as as Yoda. Yeah. Joe, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and yeah, he's really cute and I and I love him. So I'm Oh, happy. do you? Do you sleep yeah. there? No, um, he's kind of got a bit sick of me, so I've had to move him upstairs. But no, there's, there's, there's no taking all the stuffing th- out. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> so no, if that's what you're wondering. Ooh, Mike, not tonight. <laughs> Headache. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it sounds like you've been told that a lot, and it's something that's uh, that's playing on your mind. <laughs> that's what it's very she specific. said. <laughs> <laughs> um. James Milner said on Instagram he got four new coasters and some anti-wrinkle eye cream. Christmases don't come much better. Um, I feel like mine was similar. Hannah, did you get anything good? Uh, well, my husband tested positive for COVID on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Merry nice Christmas. one. Uh, so, yeah, I found it a little bit stressful because I had my family staying with me and everybody had all the comfy beds in all the spare rooms. But... Um, Obviously, I didn't have a bed, so I actually had to sleep on the bottom bunk of my little boy's double-decker bus bed, which has a steering wheel, a gear stick, and it. Yeah, that was. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that was all night. But what I mean is, it was. Un- I didn't mean that. It was just uncomfortable. Did you? It not, was an uncomfortable situation. Did you not at any point sit and be like? <laughs> like, get the did you not do that at any point? I didn't because he was asleep when I um like. Uh, my little voice just woken up. He was actually asleep when I went into his room and he was really excited that I was sleeping in his room, but then I had to pretend to be Santa, didn't I? So then I had to get up early and just make sure everything was okay. So uh, yeah, the whole thing was a little bit more tricky than I expected. Why Santa drunk wearing a cocktail dress? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell my kids that Santa likes sushi and champagne. So uh, when we went to see Santa on uh, Christmas Eve, Santa was like, what what are you going to leave out for Santa tonight? And my five-year-old was like, "Uh, my way and some sushi from the shop. (laughs) And he was like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, smash a bottle of my way while we're, uh, well, just myself, while I'm setting the presents up. You did message me this week in sort of quite a glamorous, but also quite tragic (laughs) setting. So your husband's obviously isolating within the house. Yeah. And you were both <laughs> drinking Moe Chandon champagne, but separately and on your own in different parts. Watching football. <laughs> and oh. watching the United game. I was like, oh, it's sort of quite, it's quite glam, but it's also really Quite sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hannah. And, and you had to watch United as well to make it worse. Jesus. Oh, God, I don't know. Seriously. Yeah. That was a rant in itself. Awful. Awful. We'll get to United. Okay. <laughs> because, right, Um, I want to know, Hannah... Actually, no, should we just get to United now? Sod it. Well, you're going to talk about James Milner in The Boring Christmas Presents. Well, I was going to say, and um, if anybody's uh, wondering what I got, I got pyjamas and socks. and that's nice. No, I loved it. Like, I'm with James Milner. Like, I got two pairs of pyjamas. One was, uh, one is like a full suit. So, like, have you ever seen the Morecambe and Wise sketches where they're in bed together? Right? <laughs> or like uh, Bert and Ernie, or like in the 50s, say somebody, or like a Dickens novel, so somebody gets up with like a lantern and they're like, who goes there? Like that yeah. sort of thing. And Scrooge. it's a full button up suit with a little pocket in case you so want to. So it's, like some... it's like an old school onesie, essentially. Well, yeah, but it's like a little, it is like a suit. It's smarter than what I wear day to day. Um, I got that three pairs of socks and some scented candles. So I was happy as Larry. <laughs> And loads of pistachios. And loads, loads of pistachios. Because actually, oh, that's what I was going to ask. So I got a callus on my thumb from eating too many pistachios. Because when you peel, ping the shell off, right? I had them yeah. for breakfast three days in a row. Um, I love pistachio nuts. Pistachio nuts are like my heroin. 
Like I can't, I can't have them in the house because if I know they're in that, I don't think that's how it works with heroin, is it? It's all got some heroin in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, do you know? Naughty, in, naughty. In the back cupboard in the bread bin. Oh, um, oh go on then. I'll treat that. myself to one <laughs> bar of heroin. <laughs> Joe, um, sorted or unsorted? Sorted. Oh, mate. Unsorted is a bit plain. You, you must consume so much salt then yeah. in the last yeah. week. I did dry up a little still bit. <laughs> <laughs> His face is like dissolving in. One more pistachio, man. But someone messaged me on Instagram when I posted me with a bowl of pistachio for like fourth day in a row. Um, solid gold content. That's why we got the sponsors coming running. <laughs> <laughs> that code is Joe Twenty. Joe Twenty. Um, but they said you're eating them wrong. What you do is you put the whole thing in your mouth, suck it, then you get the flavour off the shell. And then the shell oh. gets soft and you could pull it apart and eat the nut. But that's uh, so, that's, that's wrong. Smart. So you need to make it, you make the shell moist and then the nut will come out. Exactly. Yeah, do hey. that. <laughs> but it's like, that's, how it's done, interesting. that's so messy and gooey and you must have to have a separate bowl for all your soggy old shells. Okay. I mean, I've never, I'd never thought about it, Joe, but I'm, I'm concerned about your addiction to pistachios. Yeah. But who, who, yeah, I mean, I might Google that later if I've got nothing to do. <laughs> well, I think you've got quite a lot to do. She has got COVID and you've got two children to look yeah. after. Right. But now it's time for the last time in 2021, but not the last oh. time ever, for things that make you go, mm. <laughs> I've had to look away. No. What is that? I've had to look away. Um, Hannah, what's made you go? Mm, um, what's made me go mm, this week? Um, well, when I was watching West Ham, I quite liked Antonio's uh, hair, the intricate braids on his hair this week. Good, it has been a bad week for you. Hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to say anything Manchester United related on this podcast this week at all. Um, so that's what's made me go. Mm, I like Mikel. Well, to be fair, Manchester United related. Maybe Alisson Maxman's goal against you. Oh. Oh, yeah, all right. Cool, we'll cool. talk about United later. Suits you, sir. Suits you. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. And Mike, what's made you go? Oh, um, oh mine good. was Spurs scoring two perfectly good goals and then getting ruled out. That yeah, that's <laughs> what made me go. Mm, that was great. That shut you up, Joe, brilliant banter. <laughs> Did shut yeah, me up. I was, yeah, yeah. I mean, what what else is there to say? They two both goals should have stood and they didn't. And Spurs drew against Southampton despite having like 50 shots and all of the ball. And, and scoring twice. 10 men. <laughs> scoring yeah. three times, but they didn't let yeah. us have two of them. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it was pretty infuriating, particularly when they did it. It was the night after, wasn't it, that City played? Was it, I think? And then it was Alan, uh, it was Phil Foden who was offside. Yeah. And the BBC posted on Instagram and they were like, literally posted the, the sort of one on top of the other, um, Harry Kane and Phil Foden pictures. And it's like, just the magic of VAR because they were both exactly the same except one was offside, yeah. one was onside. Yeah, I um, saw um, uh, Richard Keyes and Andy Gray and these are two I definitely don't agree with any of the time, but um, they were sort of saying like the lines, they look like they're on top of each other. So how can that be offside? Like if there's no visible gap between the lines, why why is one deemed to be in front of the other and offside? It doesn't make sense. So even though like I was very happy because I'm an Arsenal fan, like sort of like the football purist was like, that's an absolute joke. The Fraser Forster one is also a joke because this guy is like a monster. He's like well, probably almost seven foot and he can't catch a ball. 
he just dropped he didn't it actually, and... he didn't jump up to try and get the ball he tried to catch it as if it was like playing rugby um and that's probably not how you play rugby but i, I don't know <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, but but Ask yeah, the, ball, you silly the rugby boys. fans would be so offended now down. comparing it to football. But can um, I just say, Mike, we don't have yeah. any rugby fans that listen to this, okay. so <laughs> don't worry about it. In case there is, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's just utter madness. Like, how were six foot seven, eight, like big monster goalkeepers getting protected by by referees? It's, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I saw a very good tweet from um, a friend of mine, uh, Simon Harkness, that said something like. Um, when are we going to learn the difference between like contact with a ref, like contact with a goalkeeper isn't automatically a foul or like something like that. And it, yeah. and it's, it's just, as you say, Fraser Force was massive. Matt Doherty went into him. It wasn't a foul. Fraser Forster dropped it. It went off his own heel and went into the net. It was a goal. Um, but speaking of Spurs, the thing that's made me go, oh, 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 this week was um, Antonio Conte's Christmas cards. I don't know if you two saw these. No. Didn't hear about this. So they weren't like Christmas cards. They were little things he put on Instagram, Merry Christmas. And the first one is him sort of like, he's in the foreground looking wistfully into the distance with like a turtleneck on. And in the background, kind of soft focus is a Christmas tree with all the lights on. And it just says Merry Christmas. And then he obviously thought that wasn't enough and people needed more because then later he posted one of him just standing on some stairs wearing a turtleneck, holding a glass of wine. That says Merry Christmas. It's very Italian, that isn't it? Very. You, it sounds like you fancy him a bit, Joe. Oh, I do. Because he's he's quite a dashing bloke, isn't he? Let's be honest. Antonio well, he's got Conte. the cold, dead eyes of a serial killer. So, <laughs> which is obviously how <laughs> Hannah and I first bonded. Yeah. Ah, I see you're one of us. <laughs> do, you, do you want to be my friend? <laughs> well you did yeah, you did both you... plot to kill someone on, on the first night that you met so i mean this is true hannah is suggested true. it and i didn't disagree that's all i'm no, saying you suggested it i, I wouldn't suggest that. no i said i want him out the way no you said it um and you hannah said, was like yeah i'll get him. it done <laughs> <laughs> well no i said it'd be good if he was gone and hannah said here's how we do it yeah. <laughs> um it was a girl who I fancied and Hannah suggested we might get rid of his boyfriend. We didn't. We didn't get... Like, no. he's, They've broken up anyway, haven't they? Of course they have and he's not been seen As far since. as we know. Uh, <laughs> we don't know where he is. <laughs> Whoops. Um, they did live on a boat though, didn't they? Plop. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Serious conspiracy. Um, Hannah, should we talk about Manchester United? Joe. <laughs> right now, right, that's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah, let's talk about United. <clears throat> uh, Newcastle won, Manchester United won. Manchester United, lucky to get a point, I thought. Yeah. And um, we've had a message on Instagram. Oh, God. Okay. So Newcastle fan Simon says, oh, no, what I should probably set up is I asked people on Instagram, what, are you, what, are your, what do you think your club's New Year's resolution should be? And yeah. a few people replied, Newcastle fan Simon replied. And he said. Simon said. <laughs> Good. Banter. <laughs> Top banter. That's another viral clip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that on TikTok. <laughs> uh, Simon says. What's he did? Don't turn the comments on for that one. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, we love this. This is great. Award-selling podcast. Where's the banter? <laughs> um, right. What did Simon say? Newcastle fans. Simon going to slag us off. Messaged. 
No, what did what should Newcastle's New Year's re- New Year's resolution be? <laughs> oh, hello, it's me, Mick Jagger. What's your? Oh, <laughs> 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 things have really gone off a cliff in the last couple of minutes. Right, um, Simon said, continue to play Joe Linton as a box to box midfielder because Mike, you won't like this. He is literally turning into a prime Patrick Vieira, and it's wonderful to watch. Sign a competent centre back. Back Eddie Howe, no matter what. We're a different Eddie side who? to him compared to under Bruce. They fight for every second they're on the pitch, and that's all we ask for. <sighs> Newcastle fans, right? They just pick. It's almost like you toss a coin. How do you feel about your manager? Ding. I feel like yeah. this about yeah. Eddie Howe. I love him. He's the best manager we've ever had. Sorry, Simon. Thanks for messaging. Uh, so where in New- where in Newcastle on the table then? Newcastle they- in the Premier League table, Hannah. Yeah. If I fill for a second, are nineteenth. <laughs> yeah, because I, I read uh, an article yesterday that Newcastle fans were like, "We don't care if we go down as long as we keep playing the way we played this week." I'm like. I like Newcastle. I do like Newcastle. We, we all know we've got a lot of love for, for Steve Bruce here and the, the situation of how he was sacked, etc. But would you be that happy if you were relegated? Would Newcastle fans really be that happy if they were relegated from the Premier League? But aren't they only happy because they know they've got the money to come back up and stay up and do really well after that? I wonder if they hadn't had investment and Mike yeah. Ashley had sacked Steve Bruce and got Eddie Who in, yeah. then would they still be as happy? I don't think they would. It's like, oh, we want to play good football. Yeah. And we don't care if we go down playing good football. It's like, mm, but you do, don't you? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But know. that's nonsense because there's the, you're you're setting back like the the projects like a few two years at least because if they stay up, the level of um, like talent they can attract will be so much higher than if they drop down yeah. to the championship and have to do it all again. It's like a two year um, cycle, really, isn't it? Yeah, or eighteen month cycle. So really, really yeah. I don't think you do want to be getting relegated. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. Simon's just having a bit of banter with us. I don't, he's a Newcastle fan, so oh, I don't, don't do think banter. he is. But it's nice that it's written in. Thanks for the question, Yeah, Simon. cheers, Simon, we even though we've just thanks absolutely you. destroyed yeah. your comment, but thank I'm just, you. I just am intrigued because, like you say, Newcastle, <laughs> like every fan for, for every football team has an opinion, obviously, but Newcastle fans are kind of very forceful with their opinions. And like you mm. say, Joe, some, some days if they make a decision, that's it. They're not going back on it. But I'm just asking the question, would they be that happy after watching a couple of performances under Eddie Howe? Would they be happy if... If, if they continue playing good football, but to get relegated from the Premier League. And they're a bit, I mean, they're a bit, they're a bit flip-floppy on old Joe Linton, aren't they? Because I swear yeah. they absolutely hated him like a few months ago, probably, let alone a year ago when they first signed him and he cost yeah. like 50 million and hadn't scored in ages. And But now and he's they, the next um, Patrick Vieira, so there you go. And the, the reporter said, uh, asked him a question didn't they? Like, oh, I didn't know you were that good. Yeah. Well, well done, Hannah, is... because I, what you've done is segued into the next thing on the running oh, order. Oh, Hannah. Because you've read I? it. So well done. Oh, my she's God. A, unintentionally. She's a pro presenter. <laughs> Listen, I'm worth my weight in gold, babe. <laughs> the interviewer said to Joe Linton, I didn't know you were that good. Now, yeah. I always look at these things from the interviewer presenter's point of view. Sometimes you go live and you just have a bit of a brain fart and you think... I don't know what to say to you. And things just come out your mouth and you're like, this is mental. Why am I saying this? And he laughed, to be fair, and was like, oh, yeah, right, well, thank you. Um, But, like, probably the interviewer was like, okay, I'm going to go live and chat into them beforehand before you cut to them live. And then it cuts to him, he's like, what's my name again? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a stupid thing to say, but I've said loads more stupid things than that. 
Um, Hannah, are there any particularly bad interviews that stand out in your mind? Uh, well, I told you the first time I went on TV, didn't I? And I said that I was absolutely loving myself um, <laughs> because all I could hear was the producers shouting, I'll do it myself, you do it, no, you do it. And the presenter said, oh, we've got a new presenter on the shopping channel. Hannah, how are you feeling? And myself, loving it, whatever. And I just said, I'm absolutely loving myself today. <laughs> first thing I ever said on TV. And yeah, he was but... like, you're loving yourself. And I was really conscious that I was supposed to be at work in Loughborough. And uh, if I, not that anybody that I worked with would be watching a shopping channel at quarter past two on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, but I was so embarrassed because he was like, you're loving yourself. And then I got an award at the Christmas party for the worst thing to say, not only live on TV, but the first thing I ever said on TV. It's not that bad, Anna. I think you're, you're sort oh, of milking it up a little bit. You, you can get away with that. What about the time, Hannah? Because I know obviously quite a, a few stories about you from <laughs> from when we wrote a um, a short sitcom script basically based on Hannah's life. Um, <laughs> Which we found hilarious. Um, Imagine if this was true. This is my life, Jess. Literally this is true. true. I put that, when I sent it, I sent it to the BBC and they came back and said some quite nice things about it. But I said to them, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't make this up. This stuff <laughs> all happened. Um, but what about when, when you're at the Olympics? Which bit? Well, the, you, let, so there was a couple of occasions when um, you were doing a bit of crowd work. Oh, God. Yeah. So I was doing some crowd work at the 2012 Olympic Games. And there were, it was like, there was, we'd had an instance where there was a, a very, very famous swimmer. All his, he'd, he'd won a lot of gold medals at the Olympics. And basically, I had to interview his um, cousin and his sister and his mum. And basically, the sister in law was having a fight with the mum. And they were like, don't do this, not here, don't do it for the player. And they were shouting, the, um, not the player, the swimmer. So they were like, right, quickly move, move positions, go and get a, a, a granddad and a grandson, go and find some. Quickly, you've got 20 seconds, Hannah, you need to hurry up, we're live. There's 20,000 people at the aquatic centre. So I saw this guy, uh, this old guy look really cute and I saw a little boy, I was like, oh, right, grandfather and grandson. And I was like, <laughs> sit on granddad's knee. And the little boy was like, huh? And he looked, I thought, oh, he's a bit scared because I'm coming at him with a camera and a microphone, just sit with granddad dad and the the granddad was a bit like oh and I said don't worry it'll be fine I'll just have a couple of questions if you get nervous just say yes or no it's fine sit on granddad's knee have some of his drink eat some of his sweets go on so I sat him on the knee of his granddad and I was like oh you know hi we're coming live you know we hope you're ready you know got 400 meter freestyle coming up it's a great event blah 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 and I was like oh so what's your name to little Johnny and he was like Johnny and I was like you okay with your granddad and I immediately realized that they didn't even know each other. <laughs> they weren't even related. <laughs> and I'd made him sit on this old man's knee and he started crying. Oh, and I was God. like, <laughs> <laughs> so we had security up there sorting out this fight between a famous swimmer's family. And then oh, this little boy man. that had sat on an old man's knee. Can you imagine how traumatized he'd be? I mean, I'm surprised he might get a lawsuit against me one day for <laughs> post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, I didn't realize, obviously. Um, and then that same day, the camera was panning round and uh, zoomed in on a woman. It was like, get this, get her, get her, you know, put your hands up in the air. Come on, you you lady, put your hands in the air. Come on. And she was actually breastfeeding. <laughs> she was breastfeeding a child. And there's 20,000 people <laughs> watching this lady with her nips out, lactating left, right and centre. Come on, put your hands up for Detroit. <laughs> oh, I love this city. It was awful. But yeah, sorry, I totally digress then. Anyway, so there, there's a couple of stories for you. Just my life. Wow. Not I mean, I'm not going to bother going. Can we move on, Joe? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to tell mine because they're just, they're so good. 
<laughs> oh, so good. Um, one of the reasons Newcastle fans might be vaguely optimistic, though, is because they look like they're going to spend in January, Hannah, including maybe Anthony Martial. Yeah, I mean, I think best to look to him. It should have happened two <laughs> years ago for him to leave. Oh, he's just, he's I know he's, I'm not talking about here, but he just looks like he's... Like that is that is libelous. Okay. <laughs> you see that? I don't think so. He just looks. He looks so <laughs> Anthony Marshall. He should, he, he should have gone two years. Christ heavens! You can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Hannah, imagine you said that on like GB News or something. Cause you're on there a while ago. GB News would be fine, mate. To be fair, GB News. Yeah. I know. When it, yeah, God, if I did my yeah, impressions on that. Yeah, but she would be there. fine when she went on Twitter, though. Oh dear. So what? What I think about Anthony Marshall? I think he should have. He should have gone two years ago from United. He just looks so disinterested every time he's on the pitch, and he's very talented, very skillful. But it's reminding yourself that it's a ninety-minute football match. It's not when he picks and chooses to be skillful and puts a performance in. I just feel that Anthony Marshall just not right for Manchester United, and I think it's good. good Good luck to him in his next uh, appointment, wherever he's going to go. But um, he's not for Man United. This is your classic example. It's like when you've broken up with someone, it's like, fine, whatever. No, I hope, yeah. I hope she's happy. Best of luck to yeah. her. Best of yeah. luck to her. Do you know what? Yeah, we had a great time. Not for me. Yeah, and if she gets okay. hit by a car, a- oh, well, that's life. Uh- <laughs> Do you regret Do you regret him being hyped up so much, Hannah? Because, you know, when he scored that goal against against Liverpool, wasn't it? It was his like, first goal. And Martin think- Tyler did the famous commentary line. Do you think he got hyped? Yeah, I think... That's that's a problem, and I think it's a similar situation uh, with Jack Grealish, who as kind of when the, uh, a player is like a big fish, and then they come to another team, and there's got a lot of expectation, um, and I don't think they can live up to it. It takes a while for them to mould into the team, and I don't think Anthony Martial moulded into the team at Man United. Mike, he was a um, he was at Monaco, wasn't he? So he was Mbappe before yeah. Mbappe was Mbappe. So he had a lot yeah. of hype for it. He was the best young player in France when he signed for United. Um, yeah. He will be disappointed with his time at United, won't he? Yeah, I think, I can't remember. No, I'm just, no. I was almost going to call him another player, which I probably shouldn't do um, because there, there was a Monaco player that played really well against us uh, for Arsenal. So please bleep that out. But I, was, well, I don't know I what don't I'm bleeping. No. <laughs> I don't know what happened. No, no. no. Um, yeah, sorry. I'll go again. Uh, yeah, it's really disappointing to see Martial not fulfil his potential, but I'm sure um, at somewhere else where perhaps he's not maybe a, a small fish in a big pond, Hannah. Just finishing her analogy, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a good job. analogy about Yeah, him, it was. It was, yeah. I think maybe when he, he becomes the bigger fish again, he will learn to swim. Have you heard that oh, if you... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that was so smooth, Mike. Oh, Loved that was... <laughs> Purring like a cat over here. But have you, have you, um, <laughs> it was a xylophone, wasn't it? <laughs> right. City marching on, beat Leicester 6 3, beat Brentford last night. Fair play to Brentford as well. Um, I was going to say, like, what WTF, Hannah, is going on yeah. with your mate Brendan? Because obviously beats Liverpool, right? Leicester, yeah. loses to City concede six goals while he does it, but they're brilliant in the second half of their counter-attacking goals. Have you spoken to any of your sources on the, the Brendan Rodgers beat? Because obviously I know that you, you're sort of very clued up specifically on him and his geographical whereabouts. Yeah, um, I was watching him uh, as he walked off the pitch and I thought, I know where he's going. Uh, I'm going to follow him home. Rodgers, <laughs> <Anyway>. watch. <laughs> yeah. um, he's just he's just preparing himself. He's taking a few risks, you know. He's, he's 
play in the field, you know, um, and he's, he's getting himself ready to come to United at some point in the future. Can I, Hannah, I will give you 10 English pounds if Brendan Rodgers is the next Manchester United manager. 10 quid. Right. All right. Oh, let's, let's do big money. Let's make it Don't 15. Don't hedge your bets. Well, it's just being Christmas, isn't it? Laugh <laughs> out the presents of pistachios. We say fifteen, one five. Fifteen pounds. Yeah. Fifteen pounds. No. Within problem. the next, within the next twenty-four months. Well, no. If he goes, if he's the next Manchester United manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That is that. A verbal contract is binding. So there you go. Trying to find out where the, the camera is. Be about there, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. Sorry, that's good content for the listeners. <laughs> Us trying to find it on our hand again. James Madison's been good, doesn't he? Those three goals that City uh, that Leicester scored, Mike, against City were absolutely mustard. Yeah, I think James Madison. I've had theory, which is um, complete speculation, but I think James Madison was really upset that that we'd signed Martin Odegaard over him, and he was sulking a bit. Um, and now he's you know found his feet again, and mm. he's he's looking really really good. I wonder whether he might creep back into Gareth's plans or not I don't know he's not really fancied him much is he for England so he's not upset that Jack Grealish has usurped his place as the hot young English attacking midfielder he's upset about Martin Odegaard making his lone move permanent uh, <laughs> to yeah. top so 10 club sulking. Arsenal well I to be fair I do and I, I did say this on the last podcast um but I think Leicester are on a downward curve it feels like Rogers has taken them as far as he can yeah it was a it was a great victory but it was against the odds against Liverpool like, let's be honest like they they played well, but I don't think Liverpool were quite at their best. Um, Mohamed Salah never misses penalties, and and he he missed one. I think that's only his second Premier League penalty that he's missed. Um, so it, that was a bit of a shock. And I think if if he scores that, Liverpool go on and win. So you know I'll take that result with a bit of a pinch of salt. But yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like Leicester have you know they won the FA Cup, they got into Europe. I don't really see what Rodgers can do there anymore, which is why maybe I think Hannah could be right. But that appointment is going to happen because just uh, touched on Man United a little bit Ralph is not impressing that much is he old Ralph I don't I don't think it's the managers we've had three managers in now and I think in in like 30 years of watching Man United this is the worst team um in terms of they've got I, I just feel that they've got a, such a bad attitude as a team mm. I don't think it's the managers I think it's the players and it's really disappointing to watch apart from um Ronaldo I think the rest of the players have got an issue with uh, either it's a hierarchy or just their attitude. I think, not. I'm going to make a statement here, I really don't think majority of these players will get picked under Sir Alex Ferguson because of their attitude. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's probably fair. I think long-term, probably Fernandez would, wouldn't he? I know his form's been off a cliff recently, but he's been pretty good for United. Um, I think I think having Rafa Varane injured really hurt you because he looked... Well, he he looks he looks like he couldn't even touch the ball properly the other night. Yeah. It was ex- disappointed. You got like Fred giving the ball away, Varane giving the ball away, Rashford giving the ball away. I think they gave the ball like, away about 167 on? times, I read. Oh, somewhere. it's ridiculous. Mad. But Varane, Varane's not been fit though, has he? So, no. I mean, so he's yeah, working no, his way back. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's he's important. He's been rushed back. Every, 
Every game's important, isn't it? And I know it's difficult over Christmas. And the reason we see big scores is because of, you know, there's a lot of fixtures over Christmas, a bit of unsettled um, time, especially at the moment with COVID. But traditionally over Christmas, you'll see matches where there'll be like a 6-0 or 6-4, whatever, because of, of the time of year. Um, and players are just kind of going off the mark a little bit, not quite as fit. That's fair enough. But I just feel for United, this isn't just a thing over Christmas. This is a COVID test. <laughs> I was about to point at you with my COVID well, test. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so there he goes hopefully negative Uh, yeah okay um well got big plans for new year's eve so better be negative please oi oi see you in a babe Uh, (laughs) um she doesn't listen she can't listen uh there's no way she listens (laughs) um um, anyway right uh yeah (laughs) we're talking about what a um, segue that is wow so we're talking about fixtures over christmas um oh thanks oh thanks hannah cheers Cheers, let me just be all professional bring us back to the running order for one second oh god (laughs) that's what it is ah running order cheers arsenal fan adam mike so obviously arsenal beat norwich five nil away Mm. and arsenal fan adam says that their new year's resolution should be other than to continue trusting the process, I would say simply we must resolve to stop handing out mega contracts to over 30s whose powers are clearly on the wane. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Adam's spot on. Yeah, I think that's been something that has had to be addressed for a while. Um, the last regime were really, really bad. Obviously, Ozil got a big contract. Alexis Sanchez got a big contract. Um, and they, they ended up leaving. And obviously, Aubameyang as well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it needs to be fixed, but I I feel like we're slowly moving towards that because we are hiring and recruiting like a younger sort of profile of player. Um, and we've not got these sort of aging players in the team, whether they decide to give Lacazette a new contract will, will remain to be seen, but that, that will show you their intentions. I think. Well, he might be the next captain. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. Well, but he's, feel excited? He's, his contract runs out. Sorry. His contract runs out in the summer. So, Either he's made captain, given an extended contract, or or he goes. So, do you feel excited, Mike, about um, Arsenal now? Looking at the team that you've got um, and and the future for Arsenal. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think we're going in the right direction. It's just yeah. I think people need to lower the expectations a bit. And I know we're fourth at the moment, but the teams below us have got two games in hand. I think if Spurs won their next two games, they would go above us. Yeah, they'd overtake us. So I think people need to temper the expectations a bit because ultimately, like, there's been some decent results, but we've played in the last few weeks. Leeds is, like, fourth-string team. Norwich are a rooted bottom of the table. Southampton, who a bit of Jekyll and Hyde. So I think people just need to relax a little bit because we've got Man City coming up on New Year's Day mm-hmm. uh, without Mikel Arteta, who's tested positive for COVID, so he won't be on the touchline will be led by Albert Stivenberg, uh, former Manchester United coach. Albert Stivenberg? Uh, he's uh, yeah, he's he was Wales assistant, I think. But um yeah, he'll he'll be leading out the, the lads oh, on, uh, on Saturday. So but yeah, like hiding to Man City and like Arsenal fans will just go completely the other way again. So yeah, I try to remain as, as balanced as I can, not get too excited. You wouldn't want I to, think you should be. You wouldn't want to go into Mr. Stivenberg's office, though, would you? Herr Stivenberg. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Oh, but Kyle, why don't you square the ball? Where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's du- he's, I think he's Dutch, not German, by the way. Nah. Oh, he's Dutch, so he talks a little bit like that. 
Exactly. <laughs> Dutch is really hard not to do. Is br- what was that? That was like Tony Soprano. <laughs> oh, but Kyle passed the ball like a Zets in the penalty box, you schmuck. <laughs> Think about it, kid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, um, oh. your best friend, Martin Odegaard, has got as many Premier League assists against Norwich as Jack Grealish has had all season. I thought he looks pretty. I mean, Norwich are terrible, but I thought yeah. I, I've been watching. I've been watching Odegaard um, for the last few weeks. I thought, particularly against Norwich, I thought he looked fantastic. Yeah, he's coming into his own. He, he had a bit. He struggled a little bit early in the season, um, and he was getting dropped actually quite a bit. Lacazette was actually playing in, in his number ten position, but yeah, last few weeks he's been great, adding goals to his game. Loves the goal against Spurs as well, actually, and hopefully, trying to be nice um, to with the North London just... derby coming up because I've I, I think this like top four race like the, the London derby is going to be huge North London derby between Spurs and Arsenal and obviously Spurs got absolutely torn to shreds in the last one so I feel like they'll be properly up for this one but I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm not worried about Spurs but Antonio Conte Spurs sort of like you do have to watch out for them a little bit because you know that that they'll have as a minimum like the intensity and the, and the hunger and the organization and it's just well, the other the key, stuff to follow. It? The organisation yeah, that's, for Spurs. It's, it's what United don't have, isn't it? Like yeah, the, the top... hunger and the desire and the running and like the body language has looked all wrong at United. And so it, bad. Just, yeah, I don't want to don't go back to United massively, but I'll just say that I think I, I think <laughs> you could not. be right. <laughs> no, I was, I was just going to say, I, I just think you could be right, Hannah, in that you can't just blame everything on the manager. Like there's been how many managers no. now since, since Fergie Three. left? And there's well, been in terms constant. of yeah, since Fergie left, but in terms of of recent with this team that we've got at mm. the moment, three managers, yeah, and it's like, it's how, how, at what point can you stop blaming the manager and sack yeah. the manager to get a new one and not actually look but at the also, team? But also, also, it is weird because the players must be sort of like in in a in an odd zone where it's like, all right, this manager's just come in, we'll play for him for a few games, but then he's going to be going at the end of the season. So it's like, yeah, what motivation is there to prove yourself to this manager? Yeah. The only motivation they should need really is to play for the shirt, but obviously that's not happening at the moment. Well, if he's moving into maybe a director of football role, as people think he might, maybe January is where he comes into his own because that should be the that mm. should be where he's looking. <laughs> Anna, what's just happened? Is there like a <laughs> nuclear bomb just gone off? It's like a big flash in like your face it's is like, just lit up. <laughs> God, it's just the sun. And now it's, it's gone. Really... It's gone away again. Now it's like have you seen the start of Terminator Two? where they drop a nuclear bomb and it's like the mushroom cloud and it's all bright and everyone like burns to a crisp. That's basically what happens to Hannah. Oh, Edward Furlong. I used to love him. I used to have posters up of him on my wall. Who's Edward Furlong? The um, Terminator's son. He had black hair, but I think he's like... Oh, he what the... Anymore. Oh, my God. What's his name? The young guy. John... I don't know what his name was in John Colin Favreau. Oh, my God. I used to be obsessed with him. Edward I used to think, Furlong. Oh, maybe... John yeah, Connor. I used yeah. to want to marry him when I was like really young. He's the first poster. Oh my god, first poster <laughs> I ever had up at my uh, on my bedroom not, wall. Not John Collins. John Connor. No, John. Not John Collins, the former Fulham player. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> Collins John also played for Fulham. And yeah, it's very Collins, weird, that, isn't it? Collins John made his debut playing for Fulham and came on for John Collins, which is quite good. Um, <laughs> lovely, lovely little moment. Edward Furlong. I've just googled him. Yeah, I like he's yeah he's John Connor from Terminator Two. If you got this reference, Hannah also yeah. brought up Judith Chalmers in our group chat yesterday. 
our references <laughs> me to know who it was like honestly oh. particularly yours but our references are really like niche 90s yeah. content and i can tell when mike doesn't reply for eight or nine messages he's just like what <laughs> no what? i did know um the other one was it victoria da- not victoria darvishaw what's her name <laughs> judy chalmers no, no the, Jane, the other uh, one. Jane McDonald. Jane McDonald, yeah, Fonda. I did. I, I have reference. heard of her. Yeah, but you know her from Loose Women. You don't know her from Cruise Ship. No, not Loose Women, Joe. Gogglebox. Gogglebox, yeah, but you never saw her on, was it Cruise Ship or The Cruise, cruise or whatever ship. it's called? Yeah. 1998. And basically, she got famous, didn't she, Hannah? Because she was yeah. the, <laughs> she was the on <laughs> ship entertainment. I don't know how you'd say it. <laughs> Um, she's just amazing Jane McDonald I absolutely love her oh, I'd love to get a video message though, for my birthday she's very very cringe to get me for my birthday. a video what a VHS <laughs> a video no a video message from Jane um, McDonald for my birthday in September you can get those from like Nigel Farage you know there's, there's this app called Cameo where like celebrities record messages for you I don't know why you'd want that but I wonder if Jane McDonald would do that for me um, I love her I've been to watch well, her a she'd do it for cash yeah absolutely she must we, be <laughs> we did get it for, for um <laughs> <laughs> we did get um Sven Goran Eriksson to do one for my mate's wedding. Um so that we like could play on the big screen. And um he said, uh Nikki and Sarah, you're very much uh yeah, Nikki, you're very much the Emil Heskey to Sarah's Michael Owen. Um, and I hope your relationship is just as successful. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad he didn't do it the other way around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Should we about Tottenham's improvement under Conte? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do it. so there's a very good stat that obviously has been doing the rounds that uh, under new under nuto 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 <laughs> um, under nuno spurs <laughs> ran the least in the premier league and under conte now run the most but also there's lots of other improvements so under nuno spurs were the 14th team in the Premier League for goals conceded so averaged 1.6 goals per game under Conte they averaged 0.5 goals a game that's the best in the Premier League what? I know right <laughs> I'm excited too Anna um, <laughs> also under Nuno 1.5 points per game 2.3 under Conte uh, basically uh, gone from 19th to 5th in terms of the amount of goals scored basically Don Antonio is the chosen one and he's doing it with Eric Dyer as his starting centre-back so sky's the limit, isn't it, Hannah, for Spurs? I had uh, Eric Dyer on my bench, annoyingly, last week. You idiot. He got about six points. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, more gold content for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be such a difficult edit this Banter. week. There's so much I can't I use. No wonder we had to record it today instead of tonight. You're like, it'd be a night shift if you had to edit this. Oh, Christ. Yeah. God almighty. But yeah, so... So Conte's doing well at Spurs, isn't he, Mike? Yeah, yeah he is, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, Conte, no, Conte, Conte's doing well. And as, as I said earlier, like, they, they do concern I'm sorry, sorry to make you repeat yourself. <laughs> 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 Listen, I've got to go in five minutes. No. Um, oh, yeah, so Conte, do, no, obviously Conte has improved Spurs a lot and he's a top-class manager. And you have to say that Spurs are probably one of the favourites for that fourth spot behind... Chelsea, but saying that Chelsea not going too well. Uh, drew against um, Brighton in the week, so even they could end up in a in a battle for the top four. Who knows if they continue in in their current vein of form? So it's going to be an exciting one, absolutely. Mike, what would you like to see, or who would you like to see? What position, perhaps, would you like to see? What would you like to see <laughs> Arsenal do in January? Um, so I actually wrote an article for Metro.co.uk. Boring. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, where can we read that? Uh, detailing. Uh, the, uh, it's actually on my Twitter as well, at Mike underscore Stavru. Um, <laughs> detailing the three players that I think um, Arsenal should sign. I, on that, I put um, Dusan Vlaovic. Not sure that's how you say his name. Yeah, he's from Fiorentina. Uh, from Fiorentina. Um, the big striker, big Serb striker. He looks good. <laughs> Um, scored a ridiculous amount of goals. I think he scored about 16 goals in 19 Serie A games, which is impressive. Um, so him up front. And then I said, uh, Dennis Sicaria in midfield, who is a Swiss international. He's going to leave Borussia Mönchengladbach on a free uh, in, in the summer. So could be, you know, bargain, little bargain there. And then I said, um, Dejan Kulisevsky. I've already chosen names that are quite difficult to pronounce. Did Dejan Kulisevsky well, of Juventus. Yeah, smashing it. Um, he is like versatile uh, Swedish attacker who, who looks good. So those are the three players I would sign for Arsenal. Hannah, there's a bit of chat that um, in the Manchester Evening News that United are after Rafinha from Leeds. Do you think you need another forward? Uh, I think we just need a... That... <laughs> I, no, I, I feel like we just... Um, I mean, that may be potentially be a good signing actually for United. Um, but I, I, I just think we need a, an attitude readjustment and it needs to happen quickly. Um, mm. It's all very well, you know, buying players, bringing players in. But I think that the fundamental approach for anyone that puts on a, a Manchester United shirt needs to change at the club. So you think wholesale changes? I just think they need to just have a word with themselves. Have you... Um... Have you seen this story this week? I'm going to say no because it was in the running order. Have you guys seen this story this week, right? Just uh, just something to finish up on, a little bit of light-hearted fun to finish up on. Oh. Um, a man took his girlfriend on a date to the big Tesco's. And he oh, my count- God, was this like my life? Literally, he counted that as a date. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. So I was going to ask you Absolutely. two, what's the worst date you've ever been on? But Hannah, you actually did That's take your husband date. on a date to yeah. the big Tesco's. Oh, my God, and that's probably where he got COVID as well, just saying. Hashtag just Probs, saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I dragged it. So I told her I got a babysitter in because I hosted Christmas this year for my family. So I was just like, I've got so much to do with working and stuff. So I thought what I'm going to do is there's a, we've mentioned the sushi place in Loughborough, the basin, which is amazing. Um, I got, I ordered sushi takeaway. I got our trays, our trays, like dinner trays that you'd sit and watch TV with. I took little pots to put the soy sauce and wasabi in. I took chopsticks. I took plates and I said, right, I'm taking him out on a date so we got in the car because the babysitter had arrived to look after the kids and then we went picked the food up and he's like oh where are we going like there's one place in Loughborough that once he asked me if I go out with him and I said yes that night and then the next morning I said I've made a, the wrong decision and didn't want to go out with him anymore so he thought I was taking him there um but I didn't I took him to Tesco car park and he was like why how come we're eating our t-? And I was like just you wait babes it's the surprise is waiting for you let's enjoy our sushi and just watch everybody doing the Christmas shopping it was raining and then as soon as we'd finished eating I was like right let's get the bags out the car at the back of the car we're gonna do a Christmas shop <sighs> and he was like you've brought me on a date to Tesco and I was like yeah because we need to do the Christmas shopping I'm not doing it all on my own you know it's like a 400 pound shop going on here um and he was walking around Tesco absolutely livid with a scanner just scanning everything that that is really horrible Hannah Happy I thought, date I, night, babe. I thought I thought you'd actually told him that you were going to Tesco, but that's actually not a bad date because big Tesco is quite fun. But if you're actually tricking it's... someone into doing the Christmas shopping, that's not nice. No, I think big, big, the big shop, like, or if you go to one of those massive supermarkets, I find it really overwhelming. It's like I can't. There's too much stuff, 
and too much choice. I don't know where to. I always have to ask people for pretty much every item because it's like. Oh, you're the worst, Joe. You but I find it like a real really, sensory, really irritating. A real sensory overload. <laughs> Why are you you're asking like people to do their job? Where? Yeah. Just, yeah. just go, just go look around. That's what the supermarket is for. You see yeah. those little signs in the aisles it and the numbers. You. It tells you what's I do, there. I do that thing where I say to the staff member, "If you were a marshmallow, where would you be in this supermarket?" God, Why do you stuff. do that? You, really if I'm looking weird. for the marshmallows and I don't that's, know where they are, that's making it even worse. <laughs> Why? Because you if, think that will that's make like them taking laugh. the mick out of them. No, I'm not saying it in a horrible way. It's just like, oh, if you were a measuring jug, where would you be sat right now in Tesco? But like treating them like they're five years old. That aisle two. Well, no, but, yeah, what, but why? Because you think that they're going to go into the staff room. They're going to be like, Do you know, I was having a really bad shift. And then this woman came up. Yeah. She was hilarious. <laughs> she absolutely <laughs> said the by suggesting that I had the intellect of a six-year-old. But I'm genuinely not taking the I used to work in a, a factory shop in the freezer section. So I know, like, if somebody came up to me and said, oh, if you were a lemon meringue, where would you be? I'd be like, aisle two. Yeah, but that's you, Hannah. <laughs> Normal people aren't going to like that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I feel really bad because I said it about 10 times. So people used to come up to you and be like, uh, sorry, love, where are the drill bits? You're like, well, if I were a drill bit, I might be over here. Shh. And then like run off. I'd be like, let's walk like a penguin to the drill bits and make it even more fun. Oh, I'm so weird. Maybe it's just yes, me. Yes, I'm gonna not yes, I'm not gonna do that anymore um in a supermarket. No, but Mike ought to go and do a podcast. So I know, like a proper one. So <laughs> a look, proper podcast. Thank you very much, everybody, everybody being Hannah and Mike. Um Right, don't forget, you can find us on social media, Rose Pod on Instagram, Rose Ed Soccer on Twitter, we're on TikTok, all that other stuff as well. And don't forget, if you do want to enjoy the clothes from our brand new sponsor, VIR Clothing, all you need to do is head over to virclothing.com and use the code JOE20, that's J-O-E-20, to receive 20% off your order and all the money raised goes towards the podcast. What's my doorbell? Thank you very much, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you very much, Mike. See ya. Happy New Year, everybody, and we will see you next time. Bye. Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.